All right. Here we are today with the Influent podcast this week. And our title this week is Why You Should Get an SBA Loan. What? <laughs> so I have with me special guest and a banking superstar, Ben Frazier. Hello, hello. Now, Ben, before we launch in, you are actually a banker. I am. They're ranked in the SBA lending world. So Yeah, so we the bank was only started about five or six years ago and started the SBA program um, really with the whole idea of tapping into an underserved market, which are entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, two out of every three jobs created in the U.S. are from a small business. Unfortunately, they are not usually banked. It's, well. hard it's hard to get, to get funding. Hard to get funding. So any, any business owners out there, you, yeah. you know what we're talking about. It's exactly. like, man, just, you know, to grow a business, you just need cash. Yep. It's after recession, even more so. So there's this huge need. This Banks are tightened up and tightened up. nobody's lending to no nobody. Lending okay, so they the see this class, opportunity. This opportunity uh, very quickly, we're the number one you know, ranked SBA lender in Kansas City. Have been ever since the first year they started it. Are now wow. In the last twelve months, um, the fiscal year for SBA is nine thirty. So for the fiscal year, um, we just did ninety nine million dollars of SBA loans, which puts us in the top fifty lenders nationwide. So one of the top fifty SBA lenders in the United States, in the U.S. Yeah. Wow. In a small small little bank in Kansas City and. It's not the only thing we do, but it's a very large part of what the bank does. Yeah. So this this SBA program, just you know, you know, the reason I'm doing this podcast is because people do not realize the availability of SBA and what a what a awesome program this is. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just as a as a shocker, okay, I'm doing a tech startup. We're basically, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're not we're losing money, and I got an SBA loan. Yeah. Back in the day. When I had no assets. Uh-huh. And I, yeah, back, you know, 20, 25 years ago, I got an SBA loan. I was blown away that you can get SBA loans. And and here, you know, in the, in the day when everybody has a negative view of the government, to me, this SBA program is awesome. It's it is cool. awesome. It's one of, the, one of the things where here's an example of where government intervention really is a good thing yeah, and a government program works. really really works and it works great yeah so the money really is available yeah absolutely yeah so you know i kind of stumbled into it we're not not actually planning on going into sba lending uh, not even actually planning on going to banking in general <laughs> you know it kind of ended up in, in here and, and i love it i get to help small businesses who can't normally get funding and help right. get them funding and um so really kind of going back to the SBA program in general, it's really designed, again, for the small businesses. And when a bank is looking at evaluating the creditworthiness of a business, um, the banks usually don't lend on blue sky. They don't normally right. lend on where there's there's intangible They assets. want something they can get their hot hands on yeah. and take away exactly. and sell and get their money back. Get the money back. It's all about mitigating that risk. So the SBA came But the in, problem yeah, well, is... Exactly. These what about in, in your case? With, with startup that? businesses. You yeah. don't have any collateral. Don't have any collateral. And especially now, where uh, America, a lot of the small businesses are service-based businesses. Right. And right. we're not a predominantly a manufacturing 
economy as much anymore. And so these service-based businesses can't get traditional bank financing because they don't have hard assets. They're doing consulting or they're doing some kind of so you mean those business. kind of businesses can get an SBA loan? Absolutely, absolutely. So that that's the whole that's the whole premise for the SBA is come in and help businesses who are you know collateral poor but cash flow rich. They make money and give them financing. For a variety of different uses, which we can get into in a little bit, but that—that's the whole idea—is kind of wow. And what, the way it works is for the bank, um, they get a guarantee up to generally seventy-five percent of the loan. If it goes into default, the SBA will pay out seventy-five percent of the the loss, and that basically becomes the bank's collateral. Is the SBA's wow. guarantee? So, so the SBA. So the guarantee becomes, to to get a seventy-five percent recovery. Yep. Of this loan, even in the case where it just goes yeah. goes belly up. Yeah, you think about it from the bank's perspective. Well, wow, that opens up a whole new uh, wow. avenue of lending that we can do. And right. So now, when I when I was not, I, I had a lot of cash flow in my business, but I wasn't profitable. Would you say? Right. Was is that really? Was that it's like a strange like a alignment of right. the planets for me to get that or? You know, and we'll get all into that later because I have some cool examples of some businesses. And one of them actually was as a tech company and had some huge losses. And, wow. and we, we can get into that. You right. can't write a black and white document. So the SB do, doesn't have like these hard and fast, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. Right. They, they have, they have yeah. some. And they have some guidelines you okay. have to follow. You know, we, we follow what's called the standard operating procedure. It's a 400-page document. Which you have so, memorized. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know. and, and, you know, ultimately it, it can be – they're very particular about certain things, but then certain things, it's just open it, to interpretation. Wow. So a lot of it comes down to the bank's tolerance in those cases. And some banks, um, depending on the industry, depending on their comfort level with the business model. Sure. And depending on the story of the business. You know, in, in the case that I'll get to later, this was a business that invested a lot in R&D and were paying a lot of people um, to grow to that next level of, of expansion, but... They couldn't capitalize any of these expenses. So it hit their income statement, had these huge losses, and it looked pretty bad from an income statement standpoint. But they had set themselves up for huge growth going forward. And so we were able to fund that. Um, but you know, not getting ahead of ourselves, it's, uh, it, it's a little bit outside of the box, but it definitely is something that the SBA can do. We, we, you, can, you can have not great cash flow and wow. no collateral. But, but ultimately, the, the whole idea behind the SBA is they want banks to do prudent lending. That, that's right. what it comes down to. They have all these guidelines, but it comes down to just, just make a good loan to a good business who's run by a good owner. So, so But it really makes a big difference then which bank you choose. So the SBA, when I say get an SBA loan, it's not like, hey, go to any bank and exactly. get your SBA loan. You really need to pick the bank. Right. Now, there's two classes of SBA, right, sure. uh, of lenders. SBA lenders, right? Is that right? And you know, one was the, uh, you know, there's the, like the preferred or the the non-preferred, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so tell us about that. Yeah, so so the SBA, it's a huge program. Um, you know, they they in the last twelve months have funded over twenty nine billion dollars. Wow! Just the last twelve months. Wow! 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 And twenty nine billion. So. Yep. And so $29 billion has gone pretty much, I, my guess is the bulk of that has gone into payroll 
to help yeah. to help uh, help create jobs. Absolutely. So Absolutely. so, but talk about the the two different classes of lenders, and, and yep. you really want to get in the second class. If you're looking for right. a banker, you're looking for an SBA lender. Right. So to just to the one of the cool ways the SBA is structured is they have decentralized the decision making to certain banks. So they will they will give a bank a designation called a preferred lender. And what that designation does for the bank is allows them to make decisions on behalf of the SBA. Wow. So they actually don't have to go and get the SBA approval. Wow. And so that, that cuts out a lot. You know, it can cut out, you know, two to four weeks, sometimes more than that, of time. Um, and a whole back and forth process. And back and forth, answering the questions. And a lot of times it, it makes sense from the SBA standpoint. You know, you want the banker who knows the business, knows the owner, it's face to face meeting them knows what's making going on. the decision. Making sure. the decision, you know, and and for them, you know, ultimately it's it's a if the bank makes a bad decision and they did it under preferred program, they have a little bit of risk where the SBA might not honor the guarantee if they didn't do it right. Um, but that that's a very small case. So there's a little bit of risk from the bank standpoint if they are a preferred lender, they're not getting the SBA approval. But for the most part, the SBA. Is going to honor um, a lot. Of the okay, cases. so so if 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 you're if you're a business guy and you're looking for an SBA lender, you definitely want to exactly. go for that kind of bank, right? The preferred yeah. lender status yeah. bank, yeah. and so you want to ask that question, right? And then you can get how much how much money can you can you can you borrow from yeah. a, an SBA, SBA program, and and what kind of interest rates are we looking at? Is this this is like you know, you know, twenty <laughs> percent credit card rates? What are we looking at? You get straight to it. It's uh yeah so the maximum amount that you can borrow under the SBA program is five million dollars to one borrower or group of borrowers. Okay. So that's that's a lot of runway for a lot of businesses. Absolutely. And and the, the definition for small business is very broad as well. And they have less than fifteen million dollars of net worth on the balance sheet. Then you qualify as a small business. Great. Which is a lot of business. Most of us, most of us are good (laughs) under that cap, right? Most of of us, you know, don't get disqualified by that. And and so a lot of businesses qualify for it from the size standard. And then there's a lot of runway and um, $5 million that you can grow into. And and the whole goal is for small businesses as they're growing, you have a lot of runway with the $5 million. And then eventually, you know, our whole goal at Altera is to help those businesses graduate to conventional financing if it's the type of business that would qualify for that. So it's kind of it's kind of a great sure. starting point for a lot of businesses. So um, interest rate. Yeah, so interest rate. So the way I usually uh, position it is a lot, of these, a lot of these businesses couldn't get financing from a bank in general. So they would have to go to equity, you know, mm-hmm. and preferred equity returns are usually in the double digits. And can be the mid to high double digits, depending on the type right. of business. So, when you're comparing that, when you're comparing the interest rate of an SBA loan straight to just a conventional loan, it seems high. Our, ours right now, it's a floating rate of prime plus two seventy five. So it's about six and a quarter percent, which is higher than a conventional business loan. Um, but but if, it's if, if you're comparing still cheap it, money, <laughs> it is cheap money compared yeah. to equity. We're actually giving up ownership. And you're gonna if you have a preferred return, you're paying out a lot more. Than and these you would. are these fully amortizing loans, kind yeah, of. Yeah, so they're 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 great because, and we'll get into this a little bit of the types of loans, but they are very flexible. You you can do almost anything with an SBA loan. You can buy real estate. You can refinance debt. You can do purely a working capital injection, and wow. and and you can amortize these uh, for real estate up, up to 25 years. 
Wow. Fully amortizing. I mean, you're never going to have a balloon payment. If the economy goes bad, wow. the bank's not going to say, oh, you need to go find another bank. There's no 25 years on real estate. Years, and 10 years on everything else. Um, or sometimes a little bit less, depending on what it is. But, but up to 10 years on working capital, on uh, wow. equipment, on all the other things. And they're all fully amortized. So you're not going to have balloon payments three or five years down the road and have to go refinance somewhere. So, so um, what else? I mean, you can do lines of credit. So for a seasonal business, they need line of credit. You can do working capital injection, which is literally so line of credit yeah so means like for inventory sure you got a big you got a big christmas order you want to fulfill and so you you always you just need a line of credit that fluctuates in its in its size yeah right from seasonally okay yeah you know i read a statistic the other day i don't know exact number but a large portion of the bit small businesses that go out of business it's do cash not flow. do so because they don't have demand for the product. It's because they can't manage yep, their cash that's flow. That's exactly right. So you know, the simplest way to think about it is you have to pay your suppliers before you get paid by your customers. Yep. And there can be anywhere from a 30-day to maybe a 120-day period where you're having to float those costs. Oh, heck yeah. That's what a line of credit is for. It helps float that those interim cash flow. Well, if you're needs. manufacturing overseas, it, it could be six oh, months. Absolutely. And then you've, then you've got to pay your distributors. You've got to warehouse this stuff yeah. all before you... Get it sold, and then you still got to get paid after. You yep. know, it, it's it could be a very long cycle. Yeah, and yeah, so so line of credit, line of credit. A lot of businesses need that. Um, and then another one that's kind of what we call permanent working capital, which is instead of a line of credit where you draw up and you pay it down, kind of like a credit card, uh-huh. a big credit card. The permanent working capital is a one-time just injection of capital into the business to cover mostly overhead or one-time expenses. And I'll get into an example on one that we did later. Um, you can purchase real estate. Now, the SBA is kind of particular. Well, do, let's do the example of that well, one. Let's do the example. Great idea. <laughs> so, so you talk about you have tech business and you got an SBA loan. Um, well, we had, we had a tech business, very, very cool business. I won't get into a lot of it, um, but the details of the business. But they were basically a tech Business. They had they've been they've been operating for a couple of years. Been on a kind of heavy growth curve, which means at um, high expenses. They're probably not profitable, right? They met doing a huge investment in R and D. Huge investment R and D. And honestly, their their R and D was a big a big part of the cost. But a lot of it was actually sales staff. So they were right. they had they built the back end, yep. they built the product, and now it's, let's hire eighty sales staff. Ooh, <laughs> so you have a pretty big negative run rate on on your right. on your uh, income and. So they had this, this huge runway. They had proofed out for the next, you know, like one million dollar, almost two million dollar losses. Wow! And we were able to get them a three million dollar loan what? to a business that had no collateral and had no cash flow at that point. And wow. I, very successful entrepreneur, he started three or four different businesses. So, so we had a lot of confidence in him to run this business. Right. Um, it wasn't just kind of a hey, we started just yesterday, kind of a new idea has no proof of concept. He had proof of concept. It was he didn't have the money yet. So he was actually going so, to so raise. So it was a real believable business. It was a yeah. very believable business. Um, and he, but he was going out to raise equity. Wow. He needed, he needed $3 million of equity. We said, hey, we, we can he give He put you, all that equity in his pocket. He put all that equity. But he kept 100% of the equity. Wow. And he just levered up his, his business a little bit to get to that next level without having to give up ownership. And so we run into that a lot wow. where businesses who are – you know, you can kind of blur that line with, with equity and debt sometimes with the SBA. And those are the ones that are more few and far between because they are more complicated. And from the bank standpoint, they can't take fully an equity-like risk for a debt-like return. But in a case like this where we have a lot of confidence in, in the owner, in the business, and a clear path to profitability, 
we can do that. So that was that was one that was really cool, kind of unique, um, and pretty large, yeah. pretty large loan. You know, it just it's striking me having talked to a lot of bankers and knowing a lot of bankers that you probably want to get a guy to do a loan like that. You want to get a banker who's a little bit of an entrepreneurial exactly. guy, which is, that's a pretty rare banker. It is. It you is. know, you're looking for the 1% type bankers yeah. there who who know, who can really get their head around a business. I mean, because yeah. it isn't just checking the boxes, getting it's a loan not. like that. Okay, it's so not. so a couple other, what other kind of things can we use these? Yeah, so use you, these? we can buy real estate. Um, and it's a little wow. bit, a little particular on that. It's not for speculative or investment real okay. estate. Okay, It's It's... For owner occupied or predominantly owner occupied. Okay. So if the business wants to buy real estate, we can do that. Um, we we can do a purchase equipment. We can also do leasehold improvements or tenant improvements. So we have. So you want to do a build out? Want to do a build out? So you want to open a new restaurant? Or, yeah. Or a great example is we did one. We did a trampoline park. You know these these they have all these trampolines just jump around and do flips and make dunks on <laughs> basketball. Okay. And, and so. They had they didn't own the building, but they had a ton of build out expenses and equipment. And sure. We basically funded all that. From the bank standpoint, that that's pretty bad collateral, right? Right. You're, you're not going to get much money right. from te- tearing down the trampoline. If you go from... take back your trampoline and try to sell it, you're not going to get much you're not back for get that. Much. So, so most banks will not do leasehold improvement loans, um, and we can do that up to ten years. We can amortize that up to ten years. For, for a payback. Now was this now was this a business that how much operating history did that business have? As a startup, a startup oh. trampoline park. Wow. So why would the bank do that? So th- this one in particular was a franchise, and so we do a lot of startup franchises. French fries. <laughs> French fries. <laughs> so 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 franchise. Um, I mean, I'm sure people know what that is, but it's essentially a. Which, where, where you buy a business concept. You buy a business concept, and typically they come with. A business plan, kind of ready-made business plan, yep. ready-made marketing plan, yep. ready-made, made build-out plan. All you have to do, kind of, is hire, get your own architect and your, yeah. your and and your own staff, and it's a ready-made business. So, but it's a very believable and highly, yes. it's far less speculative of a startup. Exactly, and and that's why that's where the bank gets comfortable because. Um, depending on the franchise, if it's a brand new franchise, uh, maybe it's a little risky. But if it's a proven concept. Proof of concept is one of the most important things in a startup. Sure. Is, is there actually a market for what you're wanting to do? And the franchise and takes can you that. Capital, can you and capture can that you market? Cap, yeah. capture that market? So the franchise eliminates those two risks. One, there's proof of concept. And then two, they've already developed the plan and the system and the path to get to there. Did that entrepreneur have some successes in his track exactly. record? Yeah, and, and, and all of these, we're going to look at the, the management and the owner's experience plays a very big part in the loan. You know, in what, one of the C's of the five C's of credit is is character, and arguably the most important C. You know, the, right. the most important thing that a bank looks at is character, and that basically means what is that owner's background? What's their management experience? How are they going to perform? Um, are they are they uh, good people? You know, are they going to pay right. back the loan? Are they not just they trying borrowed to the money and they agreed to pay it back? Um, but yeah, this was a startup in, wow. in Trampoline Park. We did the build out, and wow. um, so how, how big loan. how big was that loan? That one was about nine hundred eight to nine hundred thousand um, dollars. Oh my gosh! But we have I've that latest coming back is they basically you bought him the business. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how how do you know how much he put in beside the loan? So the, this one was unique. Uh, we only require on a startup between twenty five to thirty three percent equity. So we we want wow. some equity and some skin in the game. That is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. 
That's mind blowing. I mean, literally, you can start a you can start a business on SBA money. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have a friend who start started uh, some franchises. He kind of got into it several years back, and every year he just kind of bought or started a new one or two, and he now has eight different franchises, and pretty much all funded by SBA loans. And he's been very successful, and it's just it's a great way for people who who want a proven business concept, um, but who kind of want to be their own boss and have the opportunity to make a good amount of money. SBA is a great place for franchise businesses. We do a lot of franchise businesses, um, and a lot of the SBA lenders like like franchise. Wow. Okay. What else? Um, you know, aside from franchises, we also do business acquisitions. So they're... What? Yes. So you want to buy a business. You get your yeah. coffee shop, and there's the coffee shop down the road that... Whatever you want to, you yeah, want to buy them. Hundred percent, absolutely. So th- th- this can th- be this like is... owner owner sell selling off to an employee. You so you want to get out of the business, give yep. it to a key employee instead of owner financing. You can you can bank finance. Absolutely, and we do a lot of M and A. M and A is is a big a that's big, mergers and acquisitions. Mer- yeah, sorry, mergers and acquisitions. Uh, the SBA does a lot of that, and because most of the time, um, and we don't have to get into too much detail, but in an acquisition. The buyer is paying a multiple of their cash flow generally, right. and that right. is usually above and beyond the hard assets of the business because there's no tangible assets like we talked about. But in the SBA, you can finance that. Okay, so, right. So just and to put to get that out of banker speak, so <laughs> a, a company is is earning cash flowing hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. Well, you're typically going to pay more than hundred thousand dollars to buy that business. Yep. You might pay two hundred to three hundred thousand sure. typically for. Sure. For these businesses, the difference there is called blue sky or goodwill, yep. and banks don't like to fund that. But SBA program has no problem yep. funding that. Right. So, so you've got an employee that you want to give this business to. You, you know, they can buy it for three hundred thousand dollars, and uh, the bank will finance the whole thing. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give an example here. Um, this is one of the ones I, I thought of. This is kind of a, a very unique example. Um, we don't do a lot of $5 million loans, the max SBA loan, but we did this one, and it was a pretty cool deal. It was a business acquisition. Um, the seller was selling and wanted to uh, sell his business, and it was a, a GPO, so group purchasing business. They basically sell discounts to um, other businesses to get tap into Sounds their complicated. We'll get into all that. It, it, it's a very profitable business. We'll say that they okay. made, made a lot, a lot of cash, and a lot of existing clients that were going to be transferred in this in this uh, change of ownership. Um, the owners kind of came in. They actually put a lot of money. So they put in about four million dollars of equity into this. So the purchase price was nine million, but we came with the other five million with SBA, and um, there was basically no collateral. <laughs> so we had a wow. five million dollar loan, basically no collateral. And uh, basically, let these these buyers come in and buy this business. That wow. was, was so. Profitable. What's the, what what typical down payment is needed to do a a, a, a business acquisition? Yeah, so business acquisition is a minimum twenty five percent. Okay. But the cool thing with that, and we, um, but could, is it possible to do a seller carry back? For that's that? what I was getting <gasps> into. So, so no sell, seller financing can be considered equity to up to wow. a certain point if it. Was called full standby, where you don't make any payments on that on that seller carry back for two years, and that, that's, that's very common. We do a lot of seller financing in, in addition to down payment. So, say for for let's do a quick example. So, you have a business that is selling for a million dollars, 
750,000. And then the but the but the seller of the business, the owner of the business can hold can carry back 250 of that. Well, you, you have to have some from the buyer. So okay. it, can't, it can't be 100% borrow, borrowed money. It has to have some. But we could do 15% down and then the other 10% from, from the, the seller. seller. And so you don't need to have off the full 25% out of pocket. Um, so, Wow, as long as the seller doesn't, there's no interest or no payments due for two years. Right. And m- most sellers... Are very okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, a lot of these businesses that are kind of that are trying to change the ownership, they're trying to go to the next generation. There's not a huge market a lot of time. A lot of these, these businesses are specialty businesses, and they're kind of smaller businesses where there's not going to be a big private equity firm come in and buy it out, and they just want to cash out of their nest egg. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so if they can get any money, they're happy. So they're right. most of the most of the sellers are pretty willing to do some sort of seller financing. Is you can do a mixed-use loan and lump it all into one loan and one loan payment. And so I, I have a, a, a loan right now I'm doing for about a little over $3 million. They're doing a combination of refinancing debt. They are doing... Some, so, so wait a minute, you didn't talk about debt, debt refinancing. Oh, so, I didn't even get there. Whoops. Jumping <laughs> ahead. So you can actually refinance existing debt. So you got, yeah. a, you got a very expensive line of credit or you got yep. some credit cards or... Yep. or other debt, mom and dad that you borrowed money from, yeah. that are, it's painful. Yep, you can take it all out. You can take it all out. Now, there's there's a lot of the debt refinances can be a little more complicated because it can get tricky. Um, you can't you can't pay out you know an ERS loan or anything. But yeah, overall, that we can do debt refinance. Okay. and there's so a lot of that. And a lot, you know, a lot of times we'll find that businesses hit a little cash flow crunch that they get some some financing that's very expensive some right. private loans and they now are kind of doing better and they want to refinance that debt now we can do that um, so that's that's definitely a big a big part of the types of loans we do so combo loans so then the combo loans which is, is everything the, yeah this, <laughs> All is, the this above. is the buffet <laughs> so they have one loan payment it's amortized over 10 years and they don't have to worry about lots of different loans lots of different bankers and um, it's all wrapped into one so wow. that, that, one, that one's pretty fun. What's the minimum SBA amount that you can get? Yeah. I think so a really small business. You, you know? can you can get very small loans. And um, it, part of that, again, will depend on the bank. The Altera's minimum is $50,000. Um, you can get what are called micro loans. Um, I believe they go all the way down to ten, maybe even $5,000. Um, a lot of times you're going to have a hard time finding banks that are going to be willing to do those just because it's, it's, it's the same of, amount of work. Yeah, it's about the same amount of work and not not much much benefit there. Um, you know, we usually tell people on loans that small. We we have a few referral uh, places that we send them for the micro loans or just getting some friends and family money to start out and and then from that that point on, wow. SBA is a great you know phase two for a business. Okay, now you 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 were mentioning some myths too. I mean. Um, what you know? Don't these things take forever to get done? I mean, banks are so slow, right? right the government right. is so slow. Yeah, yeah. There's kind of a bad rap for the SBA for for some reason or not, and I, and I kind of want to talk about a few a few of these myths because a lot of them are just completely untrue. Um, you know, one one of the biggest ones is a lot of people think, oh, SBA loans are a drag. Wealthy people who don't need the money and they're just kind of lavish lifestyle living. And these loans go bad, and we're, we as taxpayers are paying for these right. bad loans. The reality is it's a zero-subsidy program. The SBA, zero subsidy means it doesn't cost a dime a taxpayer dollar. It doesn't. 
it's all self-funded. And part of the way they do this wow. is they have what's called a guarantee fee on the on the origination of the loan. It's between two to three percent of the loan amount, and that's basically on the default. It's it's so it's all self-funded. Wow. Self-funded, really really cool. One of the only government programs that actually self-funds. Really really cool. Um, you know, SBA loans are slow. Everyone says, oh, it's it's. I've heard stories that it's a painful process. You know, reality is a lot of bank loans can take a little while. The SBA adds a one layer of complexity, but a lot of it comes down to the bank you use. You want to make sure you're going to a preferred lender, and you want to make sure they have the resources the knowledge base and the willingness to do SBA loans. A lot of banks say they'll do SBA loans. They really don't. They won't. They don't yeah. want to do the SBA loans because it's a little little outside of the box of the conventional conventional lending. And so you want to make sure you have a bank that's going to actually do the SBA loans. Um, but yeah, they're, it's not going to add that much. So how long? You know, we generally look around sixty days is kind of a good time frame to think wow. from, from cradle to grave. What's the, what's the fastest you ever seen one done? You know, we we used to be pretty fast. We're a little bit smaller. Um, we could get loans done in under three days, I believe. Wow. That was before my, my time there, but, um, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty fast. Wow. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of people say, oh, there's probably going to be a ton of paperwork. You know, with these SBA loans, I'm going to have to do so much paperwork and they'll be drowning in it. And, you know, loans, again, in general, there is a lot of paperwork. The SBA doesn't have that much more than a normal loan. You know, there are a few forms you have to fill out, but they're pretty simple, they're pretty straightforward, and it's not that much more. So it's, it's it kind of goes back again, I'm going to say, find a good banker, find a good bank that does SBA loans, knows what they're doing, and the process shouldn't feel much different at all than a normal than a normal loan process. Wow. Um, and then the other, other part, too, is you know, the final myth is a lot of people say, well, if it's backed by the government, then... You know, why didn't I get a loan if I apply for an SBA loan? You know, you have to understand. Wait, what do you mean? Well, a lot of people who who think SBA loans are kind of automatic or they've applied for SBA loan and they were returned down. Um, the argument is, well, there's no risk to the bank to originate oh. this loan. Why, why didn't I get the money? You know, and it, it, you have to keep in mind there there is still um, some risk to the bank. The SBA only covers 75%. So there still has to be a full underwriting. Right. There has to be a full understanding of the business. It has to be it make good sense. And if, if the SBA thinks that it was a non-prudent loan, they can actually pull their guarantee from the right. bank. So the bank, the bank still has risk, and they will, they absolutely are going to underwrite you and yep. make sure it's a it's a prudent loan. Yeah. And there's no way around it. Yeah. So, awesome. So you know, um, who doesn't this work for? Yeah. Well, like like I said, it is a very broad um, amount of businesses that can qualify for these loans it's the, the the size standard makes a lot of businesses fit that um really you know, it, really mostly everything except speculation is kind of the one thing you said doesn't really speculation it won't work it doesn't work you know and yeah it's going to be Ten, speculation it's going to be larger businesses it's going to be businesses that are wow. have, have no cash flow startups but not a lot of experience outside of that okay last um, last question yeah if you or a, a, a business that needs an SBA loan, how do you find a good SBA banker? You call Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. No, can, they, can they actually, you, would, you wouldn't mind if people emailed you? or? Sure. Yeah, you can email me, call me. Um, the, the, we're, we're focused on Kansas City, so we don't do a lot outside of Kansas City unless it's a franchise um, or certain industry verticals. So that's, that's kind of tongue-in-cheek. You know, it, so what's, what's, your, what's your email address? What, what's the email address? 
Um, yes, it's it's B Fraser. So Ben Fraser, F R A S E R, at Altera, A L T E R R A Bank dot com. And so, so you really don't mind if people email no, you and and you'd be happy to have a conversation with them and give them some sure. tips and absolutely. talk to them about the bankability of their their loan, even though you may not be able to do it if they're not in Kansas City. Right. Yeah. And, and are most banks like that? They're kind of local. It, it, it varies. It definitely varies. You know, one of the things I was going to say, um, if you're looking for SBA lender, is Google top SBA lenders, and there's there's a list that's, that's updated every quarter of the top 100 SBA lenders in the country. And oh. um, so Altera will show up on that list. And Well, the top SBA lender list is going to show the banks that get businesses. Yep. And they get underwriting, how to underwrite a business and how to underwrite a startup or, a, or you yeah. know, a young business. Yeah, absolutely. A, a, lot, a lot of the larger SBA lenders focus on certain industries. So you might have to call a few and understand what types of businesses they're looking for. So if but you get a turn down from one, you really need to keep going down yeah, the list. Absolutely. Well, that's what I was going to say is make sure you call several different banks, um, as it is in banking in general, but especially in SBA, a lot of banks have different types of loans they like to do than other banks. Right. And so you got got to call a few different banks and, and find the right one. A, 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 a no from one bank there could be a, a, a resounding yes from the next bank, and so you got got to call call a few. And the cool and, thing is, once you once you kind of submit your application or do the, they'll ask for a lot of documents. Those documents are the same documents right. every single bank is right. going to want. Right. So that first phone call is going to take you a lot of work to get them yeah. the information, but then the second, and third, fourth call is really not a lot of extra work. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Okay. So so everybody, you can email Ben Fraser at alterabank.com b fraser b fraser yep. b fraser at alterabank.com and uh, and and he'll be happy to to give you some tips on 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 uh, your SBA loan absolutely ben thank you so much for taking the time to be with us this time this yeah, is this thanks is for having me. this is an incredible program and that's why I wanted to have have you on but we're we're, we're going to do one more yeah after this and and that's going to be uh, uh, how to guarantee you're going to get an SBA loan, which of course there is no guarantee. But we, you're, you're going to kind of give us here are the here are the really the things that that a bank looks at. Yeah. And and what they're if you get if you put these things together. Yeah. That you you pretty much can get a loan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a little bit about my background. Before I was a loan officer, I was actually an underwriter. So I was the one I made the recommendation. I made the recommendations, and and so I I know. What they're gonna look for, and this is kind of kind of be the inside, you know, under under the hood of, of of banking, and kind of help business owners get well prepared for when they go to a bank. That the bank is gonna be like, wow, how can I not give you a loan? Because here's the things they're gonna look at. You can already preempt those um, and give you give you some tips and some some things to look forward to get that loan. Well, thank you so much for for being here with you, and you can't we can't wait to have you back. All right, thanks. <laughs>